A Bright Light of Karachi. This comes from Pakistan and is written by Father Dan O'Connor. Louisa is by any criteria a valiant woman. I first saw her as a young girl from a village in the Punjab region of Pakistan. She was laden with a heavy bundle of green fodder for the family buffaloes, sheep and goats. And like other girls in the area, she didn't go to school, but spent her days as a shepherd roaming the hills in search of feed for the animals. Even as a child, she was a proactive presence in the small Catholic village community. Prior to Mass, she made sure the compound was clean, with fresh soil sprinkled on the chapel floor, before doing the rounds of the small huts to call the people to prayer. At harvest time, she ensured a portion went to supporting the parish. The village could not contain the initiative of this young girl, who would argue with the horse and cart taxis over the fair and bargain with the best of them in the markets. She jumped at the opportunity to attend a hostel run by the Australian Mercy Sisters, where young girls like herself could learn to read and write as well as study over livelihood skills. Although trading the freedom of the hills for the discipline of the classroom and the structured timetables of the hostel did not come easily to her, she persevered, doing so well she was one of the few invited back for an extra year. Louisa then returned to her village. She joined the local women's group and emerged as an effective educational leader, running a Bible study courses as well as promoting community building activities. And when she was coming on 18 years of age, her parents looked to marriage to ensure a good future for her. But an experience on an exchange program in the nearby Sindh province had broadened her horizons and she began to dream of other possibilities in life. At her request, I investigated the possibility of further education, landing a place at a school in Karachi with hostel facilities. Karachi is the other end of the earth from her home village, not only a 20-hour train ride away, but a city of millions, not the few hundred of her village or thousands of the nearest township. Louisa jumped at the opportunity, and when I visited her in her new surround some months later, she was happily spending her mornings caring for people suffering from Hansen's disease to help cover the cost of her schooling and attending classes and studying in the afternoons. She had found her vocation. The appearance of some symptoms of the dreaded disease gave her an experience of the ostracization from the wider community those she had been caring for suffered. And although diagnosis cleared her, she discovered the stigma still stuck when she returned to school. Her classmates shunned her company in a manner reminiscent of the exclusion of the lepers of the biblical times. But the die was cast. Louisa had found her vocation. She devoted her life to journeying with the sick and the poor, facilitating treatment for the tribal people that come to the big city for help, and negotiating discounts and free service for poor Christians, Muslims and Hindus alike, as well as pleading for documents that normally require a hefty bribe to obtain. The rewards for her work are great. One patient suffering from the marrow cancer told her, I will bring you some fish when I return from my village. 
Another said, Baja, dear sister, we remember you so dearly. We have never met a person like you. I have a goat. I will give it to you. A woman cried, You give me so much care. I am poor, and all I can give you is some lentils that I got from my share of the work in the fields. Another patient had a leg amputated. Louisa took the severed limb to a cemetery for unclaimed bodies. She buried it with respect and dignity. The gratitude was profuse. She reflects with the simplicity of the shepherd girl from the hills of the Punjab, saying, As a young girl I learned much from the Columban lay missionaries from the Philippines that worked in my parish. God has given me these gifts and God gave me this call to serve the poor and the sick. I am touched by the gospel story of the Good Samaritan where two men passed the injured man before the outcast foreigner picked him up. God helps me in the many difficulties I experience and I am happy in this vocation. I feel God has called me to help carry the crosses of those who lack the strength to do it alone. However, there is pain as well. Disappointment when people run away from the hospital out of fear. Distress when patients die. Deep pain when her younger sister passed away prematurely and her brother was fatally wounded from crossfire in a land dispute. There was fear too when two security officers at her hostel were shot dead in broad daylight. Karachi is many hours away from the hills she roamed as a young girl and the patients she cares for are far bigger challenge than the sheep and goats from which she first learned the value of caring for life. But among the 20 million people that make up the City of Lights, as Karachi is called, the light of this valiant woman shines bright. That article written by Father Dan O'Connor lives and works in Pakistan.